Hi there! I am so excited about um, this video today. We have special guest Angeline Xiao who's going to join us in just a minute. Um, so Angeline is um, married and she is a mom to five-year-old son Teddy and also to two very cute cats, Peanut and Butter, of course. <laughs> um, so Angeline was formerly um, working in corporate as a lease manager um, before um, becoming a yoga teacher and she's now been teaching for about three years. Uh, she's also um, a soul intelligence student uh, and so let's welcome her. Now, just before she comes on, Angeline is a total sweetheart. She's one of those people who really comes from the heart. If you're a mentor, coach, trainer, yogi or healer and you sense there is more to your path and this universe for you to discover and you don't want to wait until you cross over to the other side to find out the answers then you're in the right place using your intuition doesn't have to be vague inconsistent draining or filled with uncertainty you don't need to be born in a family of psychics you don't need crystals pendulums oracle cards or years of meditation what you need is a practical, structured methodology to access, understand, and use your natural, intuitive gift. I'm Desiree, a self-taught intuitive, and I've spent more than a decade helping purpose-driven souls heal karmic and ancestral patterns through various spiritual wellness therapies. I'm on a mission to help you align with your highest calling by mastering your soul's intelligence. And in this podcast, I will share how. Um, hi, Angeline. Hi. <laughs> it's good to see you. Good to see you too. Um, okay, Angeline. So I hear that, um, you know, apart from, yes, you have your yoga teachers training down, your 500 hours, um, you've been teaching for three years, but um, you've also um, taught your 2000, 2000, 2000 class? Yeah, I, that's what I was told. I was surprised at the number myself. Wow, so 2000 classes. Congratulations. <laughs> um, so for, for those who don't know Angeline, um, Angeline is uh, a yoga teacher in um, you know, a very popular yoga studio here in Singapore. Um, they are in all the, uh, let's say, coolest or the best neighborhoods here. Um, so let's get right into it. Uh, <laughs> now, Angeline, um, I know you're a yoga teacher now. And um, I know that you get a lot of fulfillment and satisfaction from your job now, right? Um, but I first met you in, I think, 2017. And I first conducted an intuitive reading for you uh, in 2018, I think, spring. And I, I remember this really clearly. 
um, because I was in Paris at that time um, and I was doing remote work there and we got on a, a Zoom call, I think. Um, and so that, that's just, you know, I don't remember all of my sessions, but I remember meeting you. Well, I remember that intuitive reading at least, um, you know, fairly clearly. Um, mm -hmm. So, um, you know, what was life like then for you? Uh, in, yeah, so roughly spring, April 2018 or so, were you already teaching yoga or, you know, you know what led you to doing an intuitive reading with me? Oh, wow. So at that point, I was uh, unemployed for about uh, maybe a half a year or so. Um, I left my job wanting to teach yoga, but um, just one day after I left my job, uh, my husband was diagnosed with stage 3 cancer. So everything had to be put on hold and teaching plans had to be put on hold. And he went through with his... Uh, his treatments, and after that was complete, uh, it brought me back to the thought of wanting to teach again. So I I went through, when I met you, I went through a few uh, mocks or auditions for teaching already, but uh, I faced countless uh, rejections, and I just wasn't feeling my best. So Okay, um, wait, wait a minute, yeah. hold up, pause, pause. <laughs> Um, okay, I feel like <laughs> so many bombs have been dropped here. Um, okay, so wait, you're saying one day after you had resigned, mm. you found out that um, your husband had cancer. Yes. Let's stay with that for one moment. <laughs> uh, that is um, a lot to go through. Um, yeah. Okay, um, and then you, so you had to kind of accompany him on that journey, go through all of the treatment and that process, which, uh, you know, my mom went through cancer. Um, she's passed away now, but I can understand how taxing it is, uh, you know, not just for him probably, but for you as a caregiver and a, a loved one. Mm. Okay, uh, and then to, you know, then how did you feel then about, uh, your path or even you know you just left your job for you know I guess um, w w you know at, at the time when you decided to pursue yoga was that a kind of a dream for you or what was your kind of you know why did you choose to pursue yoga at the time? Mm, so I was still working in the office when I did my uh, YPP or the yoga teachers training mm -hmm. so it really resonated with me during the training when we came to a point where we were talking about some restraints uh, where we talk about truthfulness so that's that's one of the practice that we should we should always uphold in our lives whether you do yoga or not but it really mm -hmm. resonated with me during the, the teaching and mm -hmm. when I went back to office I just when when you've worked in the office environment before you know that you might need have had to strategize your replies, you need to be politically correct, and you just have to be very careful of the way you present yourself. And it, it just came across to me as, um, like I've been hiding, like, like I haven't been my true self in that office job, and I just le needed to leave. So, so at the back of my mind, I, I just thought I, I want to teach, like, 
it will it will allow me to experience the magic <laughs> that that I experienced when I was uh, taking classes as well. So that was wow. on my mind. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you know, um, for most spiritual people, you know, we like to say, oh, you know, let's not put too much hope in an outcome, or like let's kind of flow with it, let it be, and all of that sounds really nice. I agree. And I think most of us try to kind of be in that state um, and we experience that state a lot. But at the same time, um, you know, if that is, let's say, the feminine energy side of us, I think there's also a masculine energy side, right? And mm. so did you have some kind of secret, you know, wish or goal or hope um, that you thought yoga teaching would bring you? Well, um, when I enter, it's not always so flowery because... Um, this decision took a lot of courage. It's not something that people around me do. They are more of the stable job type of people. And uh, <laughs> I mean, all of us are surrounded by such people. <laughs> so it's not yes. a very traditional way of living. So I can't sure. say it's, I can't say it's very easy. So, mm -hmm. but entering it, I just hope that, um, maybe because of the message that you did for me, I just hope that people who uh, who care for me uh, can see that I would be happy in this job and they can see that as a way of successful living as well, not just, not just financially or where your status is in life, but also how happy you are could be a kind of benchmark as well. So that was what I was hoping for coming into this job. Okay, so... Um, Angeline, so tell us um, when you came to me, what juncture of your life were you at? Because you know, I you probably know my kind of intuitive reading style by now. I don't ask too many questions, I prefer not to really know. Um, mm. You know, I usually kind of try to get you straight to your question, and that's it, right? So, um, yeah, what what sort of stage in your life were you at at that point? Um, was that the time where you were getting the rejections? Were you, you know, already starting to teach? What, what... I was still being rejected and I was so close to thinking that maybe the universe is trying to tell me that this is not the right path. Maybe I should, um, like, return to office job like everyone said since I haven't, like, landed any jobs yet. So... <laughs> So it was yeah. a very uncertain time. Yeah. Yeah, I think many of us can relate to this. Um, you know, in the life purpose video that I um, put out some time ago, um, this is something that I covered as well. I think with a lot of us, you know, we step out trying to kind of pursue our purpose, you know, hoping that, you know, we could do something that is in greater alignment with ourselves. Uh, and once we hit, um, any of these roadblocks or bumps in the road and if we hit them too many times in a row um, you start to kind of doubt yourself I guess yeah mm, yeah okay um, so what what at that time um, so you said you almost gave up we we know now that you didn't thank goodness because I think <laughs> I think your 2000 uh, classes and your students in your 2000 classes are glad that you didn't give this up um, but what did that intuitive reading give you because you know now that I know you better Angeline I know that you know you are um, someone who let's say you take independent you're, you're independent with your decisions 
Um, and it's not like you just listen to what people tell you and things like that, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and some people, I don't know, might think like, well, going to an intuitive reader and, you know, having to hear what an intuitive, why, why would I do that if I want to make a decision myself, right? So what was the experience for you? Uh, I remember very clearly that my question to you was about self-acceptance. So because I wasn't sure about the path that I wanted to take, whether I should be listening to myself or to others, uh, the message that came through was very clearly that that I had to like be the one that walked my own path and like come up with my own definition of what success means to me and like be become the champion of, of like the life that I wanted to lead. So that that reading was very empowering, I would say. Because if this is what I believed in, then then like why do you want to care what other people thought? Not just that, I mean they are people who care about me. Um, but you also pointed out that, you know, maybe people only know what they know. They only live the life that they have lived. So if if um, they don't know this way of success, then maybe somebody else needs to show them that. So, <laughs> yeah, so this is the wonderful message that came through. Uh, yeah, it, it made me uh, find a bit more courage to, to continue to pursue it. And yeah, maybe three, three months after, I did, uh, I did uh, got accepted at the studio that I'm still teaching at right now after three years. <laughs> Wow. Um, yeah, you know, I raise my eyebrows when you speak uh, because even to my ears, that sounds all very like wise and impressive, but I don't always remember, you know, what I bring through intuitively. So I'm like, oh, wow, was that really me? I... <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> uh, you know how it is now that you're a student of the program, you know how it is, right? Um, okay, so, so then what was your journey like? Uh, did it start off being really satisfying or what was it like? So even even after you started teaching, yeah. So after I started teaching, it's a, it's a very cool studio. We, <laughs> we have many teachers, we have many classes and um, there's that brand image that we need to uphold as well. So there's always a kind of pressure on myself to to deliver classes that are of a good standard. So I do watch yoga videos. And at that time, I think Instagram, uh, there were also a lot of accounts popping up on Instagram with very impressive yoga videos and poses and stuff like that. So it's very easy to feel like you're not good enough. Uh, Yeah, so when I watch videos, I would even try to pick up uh, phrases that I think will, will be nice to use in class. So I put, like try to put those phrases into my classes as well. Um, but uh, for a few months after I started teaching, I, I feel like, like this isn't quite it. Like I didn't feel like I was really um, bringing value to the class. Like this class could be taught by anybody else. I, I didn't feel like uh, I was myself. Like I was just trying to be somebody else teaching a yoga class. So I think that's what you call it, like imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like you feel like a fraud. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and so 
how did you get to this place now of having the satisfaction in your work? So how do you get from there to where you are now? Because you, you don't, you no longer feel like an imposter, do you? Or a fraud? <laughs> Let's just no. check that. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Okay. No, so I how don't. did you, how did you, you know, get here? This episode is brought to you by the Soul Intelligence Intuition Program. The program is for wellness practitioners to develop a reliable divine connection they can authentically trust and to understand intuitive messages clearly by becoming intuitive readers. Application opens only a few times a year to a select few. So if you want to be among the first to be notified, get yourself on the waitlist now by visiting www.soulintelligence.sg. Um, so one of the key things was I realized that the, the real reason why I was not able to find satisfaction or the kind of satisfaction I was looking for was that um, uh, I was really um, feeling something deeper and I gained a higher perspective after uh, we started the program. So I started taking the, the Soul Intelligence program about maybe slightly more than half a year after I started teaching. So through, through the program, through the intuitive practices that we had, uh, I kind of gained a, a deeper understanding. So like that my deepest like want was to be able to share a little bit more authentically, like being able to be clear who I was or share what is important to me. So I realized that that is the message that I want to deliver in in my class. If you, if, yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so was it the clarity or the authenticity that brought you this greater job satisfaction or work satisfaction, or was it both? I think it's um, definitely both, because um, being able to share what is important to me uh it, it it feels like like i'm no longer hiding like what is important to me i i put it across to all the types of classes that i teach whether it's a low intensity one or a high intensity one uh, it is important to me that we align to what we need or what is important to us so that is also what i try to guide students through as well whatever class they are in it's important when you set an intention you try to align your actions with it so um being able to to share that um just brought a lot of like connection to me and the students who resonated with it because i do see uh familiar faces coming back for classes and we have like meaningful conversations after class and that was really what is very important to me that was maybe missing in the beginning because people can come and go and you could just be another teacher to them amongst everyone else. So having that kind of connection makes you feel like, you know, you're appreciated. So mm. I guess that's what did it for me. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so what you're saying is um, you gained a... Uh, deeper clarity right mm. um intuitively and 
uh, that helped you, I think, bring through more authenticity in your practice mm. of teaching. Yeah. And what happened through that is you gain a deeper connection with your students in your class. Yeah. Okay. Um, versus just having, you know, because I, I know that the studio that you work at, they, they, you know, pre-COVID had like their large classes, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. it's versus, versus what? Having just nameless faces pass through, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, and so this sounds like you have probably also gained, um, I don't know if this is the right word, but, but perhaps a, a loyal following, people that resonate with you um, and appreciate that authenticity and um, I guess the values that you pass through in your classes. Yeah. I realized that, yeah, I realized that I don't just want to guide people into different shapes. Like, I, there's, something, <laughs> there's, there's something else that I want to say. And, and, like, the class was a great avenue to, like, there are moments where we do pause and become a bit more quiet. And it's a good time to reflect. And, like, being in that space or just holding that space for other people. I think it's only possible because I have been through it myself and and I see the importance of it and because of the the intuition program I also feel like um it has brought a lot of peace inside that's why I'm able to hold that space for other people as well because you could just want to be another another um impressive teacher who like whatever your goals are, you just want to hit them and then like like do your own thing and then another class just pass by. But then for, for myself, I guess what was important to me was that, that connection there and just being able to hold space for others. And yeah, just, just sharing. Yeah, so I, I realized that, that my message was in the sharing. <laughs> that sharing bit was very, very important to me, like being able to share who I was because that was really blocked when maybe when I started teaching or when I was still in my office job, that part of me was really like blocked. I didn't know who I was and I was just trying to be someone else versus now, um, I feel like I've gained a lot of clarity over the last few years since, since the first reading and then the program and then now. Mm. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... <laughs> That's amazing. I'm so happy for you, Angeline. Um, you know, what, what strikes me is, um, if I may, uh, your first, I mean, it was in that yoga class where um, you had learned about, you know, you said that the teacher had said something about truth. Mm. Right? Yeah. And that, that actually made you resign <laughs> your job. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and so it was a very powerful message for you, right? Yeah. Anyway, the, you know, and and this this you shared in the beginning of this uh, video, um, you know, it wasn't the shapes that got you here. <laughs> <laughs> it was that very clear message. So, um, and it's it's beautiful because it it just sounds like everything is coming full circle now for you. If mm. if um, yeah. that makes. Sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think as long as I can continue to deliver um what is important to me, whether it's a yoga class or whether it's other other avenues, uh I hope to be able to deliver that message like 
whatever I do. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess truthfulness or authenticity comes in many forms. Um, it's not just in the way you speak to others, like you do not lie, but also you have to be truthful to yourself, right? Like, like what you want to do or like so that you don't have, others don't have misconception of you and you're just being very clear of who you are. I think ultimately that is, that is what that pro the program brought to me, like to be able to see myself clearly. And yeah, just embrace that and accept that. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, you've really said it all. I, yeah. Uh, and just for those of uh, you guys who are watching and um, you're wondering what uh, Angeline means by um, channeling into other, you know, let's say arts as well, is um, Angeline is also a very talented illustrator and artist. Her watercolor, uh, you know, paintings are beautiful. I don't know how you paint the water with what. Oh my goodness, so good. Um, and that's that's your other Instagram account, Little Teddy Studio. Yeah, yeah. So that's named after your son. Yeah, <laughs> he has uh, also brought about a lot of courage to make changes in life as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Um, yeah, you know, I, I could really sit here and um, talk to you for a really long time. <laughs> um, I, this is where I, I love doing these videos, um, you know, having a guest on like you. Uh, first of all, it takes a lot of pressure off me because these videos are so nerve wracking for me. <laughs> um, but also, I, I just, I love how you bring a different perspective to others and um, yeah, yeah. I think when people can kind of see how it applies to your life, um, I mean, in your story, I can already, you know, I don't teach yoga or anything like that, but I can already relate to so many um, parts of your story, you know? Mm. Yeah. So thank you for sharing. Um, Angeline, just one last thing, right? Um, now, you know, there may be people here, um, wellness practitioners, okay, like yourself. Uh, maybe they are yoga teachers or trained in yoga. Um, maybe Reiki, hypnotherapy, they're coaches, um, or I don't know, uh, Ayurvedic practitioners, whatever. Um, yeah, we also have like tarot readers and astrologers in the class. But anyway, um, wow. if they, yeah, if they are considering um, joining the program. Right. And, and I mean, most of us, let's say wellness folks <laughs> are already pretty intuitive, I think, to start off. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, most of us are fairly somewhat, at least little intuitive. Right. Um, so, you know, what would you say to someone who's considering, you know, joining the program? Just do it. <laughs> no, but uh, really, uh... <laughs> I feel that the course, uh, it complements or, or rather it, it kind of enhances the things that I've learned from previous trainings, like from the yoga teacher's training or even Reiki. Uh, so I've, I've done both before and I feel like a lot of the, the uh, teachings from the Soul Intelligence program, not only does it overlap, but it also kind of enhances the learnings that I've done from these previous modalities. It kind of 
makes you see the greater picture like uh, oh this is why uh, these other modalities talk about it it kind of ties everything together and it's 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 quite beautiful <laughs> and I, I feel like even on days when I don't actively tap into my intuition sometimes it comes through as well even like when I'm just cooking like whatever that has been bothering me so suddenly I find a like a like a inner resolution about the the thing that has been bogging me down and I think it's especially important during these um like uncertain times I found like it gave me a lot of trust like uh it is kind of uh you know the saying that says all things happen for a reason right but then this 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 inner knowing kind of makes you truly embrace it because we cannot stop the challenges from happening, right? But then the insights and the clarity that we have from this program like really helps us to feel lesser resistance. Like like because we trust why the thing is happening, the lessons from it, there's lesser resistance. So we can get out of our own way and just transit through these a little bit more smoothly. So um I really think this is invaluable. <laughs> Very uh very, very life-changing program. Thank you so much, Angeline. Thank you so much for being here. Um, thank you so much for just being you, really. Um, I'm not just saying that because it sounds nice. Um, you're, you know, I think I was saying at the beginning of this video, you really strike me as a very heart-centered person. And that's why I love being around you. And I'm so lucky that, you know, I get to um, hang out with you sometimes. Don't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> like on this video and yeah, when we, you know, work with each other and so on. So uh, thank you so much. Um, so for everyone else out there, um, the Soul Intelligence Program um, applications are open at the moment. Um, so if you're interested or you'd like to hear more, um, please just send me a direct message. Thank you. Bye! Bye everyone! Whether you are on your commute, walking your dog, running errands or just pottering around the house, I am so grateful that you're taking the time to tune in. Now, if you're curious about what goes on behind the scenes, I am on Instagram as well. And if you have any questions about this episode, feel free to send me a direct message there. Now, if you found this podcast helpful, please share it with a friend and hit the subscribe button.